Uh, there's been a little wrinkle in the conservatorship of Britney Spears. Uh, and we want to alert you to it on the Colleen and Bradley show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Hump Day. It's hey, MyTalk1071. Uh, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, doing everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And, uh, you know, we got to talk about Brittany. We got to talk about this conservatorship. We got to get the Cobra Gang together. Whenever there's trouble, we'll down the double with the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra Gang. Hey kids, there's a mystery we gotta solve. Let's do it. Let's get on our huffies and tootle around town trying to solve today's mystery revolving around Britney Spears and her conservatorship. Now, Remember, kids, Britney Spears got a new conservator this week in the form of Jody Montgomery. Now, remember, Jody uh, was a lady who was already working with Britney. She was her care manager, mm-hmm. Colleen. Yeah. Remind the kids why. Um, we needed a new conservator this week. Well, thanks for asking, Brad. So what had happened is that Jamie Spears, the uh, father of Britney Spears, who's been managing the conservatorship for the O decade it's been happening, uh, he decided to step down temporarily because of health reasons. And I am putting that in very loose quotes. Uh, And this was all after Kevin Federline and uh, Brittany had a new custody arrangement that allowed for, rather than a 50-50 split, a 70-30 split, which we then discovered had everything to do with a restraining order that Kevin Federline had filed against Jamie Spears for assaulting their 13-year-old child. Dun, dun, dun. So that's where we are today. Oh, but wait. There's more kids, and that's what we got to figure out. So, get this. Today we learn... That uh, according to legal documents obtained by the blast, and I'm loving the blast because they got I don't they got the whole blast. I have questions about them, but I'll save them. But uh, in legal documents obtained by the blast, Jody Montgomery, who is now the conservator for Britney Spears, filed for divorce in June from her husband, Jack, after 21 years of marriage. Well, Bradley, oh. sometimes that happens in relationships. Why is this significant today? Well, okay, so I saw this story. <laughs> Thank you for being asking. Such boobs. We are boobs. But okay. here's why here's here's the process I went on as I read this story. I was like, well, that's interesting. Big deal. Things happen all the time. But here's why it's interesting. So it turns out that Jody, the conservator for Britney Spears now, and Jack, her um the person she's divorcing, own a business together. That business is called Pace Montgomery Fiduciary. Hmm. hmm. Why so is she's the Montgomery of the Pace Montgomery? Yep. And uh, he might be the Pace part of the Montgomery. The Pace Montgomery. It's actually, I think it's the other way around because Montgomery is her married mm, name. Okay. But long so story short, they own the business together. Yep. And they both are in charge of it. Yeah. So that business, Ooh. by the way, is the business. That existed when she started as the case manager for Britney. So this is a business that she and her husband started together. This is their business. Mm -hmm. So she is now like normally the divorce, you know, those happen every day. I wouldn't think about it, but. But she's divorcing her business partner. Yeah. In addition. Yeah. This is a marriage and a business partnership. So if she's leaving the marriage, she's probably trying to. uh also leave the business and this it a this gives her you know something to do that's gonna make her some money 
And she has a vested interest in making her own money. And. Indeed. So what I what that says to me is that those two were the ones that were brought on board to manage Britney's health concerns back uh, before. you know, the latest round of drama. So we knew that this, um, you know, that, that this company was on board back in January. I think it was when she was hospitalized. Right. So when she was hospitalized, um, this company is taking care of that. Now, fast forward to June when they file for divorce, um, they're still, that company is still them. That company is still, you know, managing Britney's health concerns. So together, they're, that's the business. Now that she wants to get separated, oh, that's interesting because uh, she is now in this lead role as the conservator. Right. She's not, but that's still his business too. Right. And what's even more interesting is when you consider the fact that, um, to your point, she has now a vested interest to protect that. If she gets divorced or when she gets divorced, determines um, when she is in control of the work that she's doing versus, say, the benefits from that benefiting the marriage as a whole. I I know I'm speaking maybe more complicatedly than I need to. Essentially, that was marriage property, that company. Mm -hmm. But now she wants the profits from the work she's doing for Britney to come directly to her and not her husband. Not channel through the company. So that's interesting, right? That's super interesting. Why, like, why do we think that's interesting or what is interesting about that or what, what maybe smells in there? I don't know. Well, a lot smells in there. And the first thing that I, that occurred to me that was kind of stinky was that now, you know, I'm not saying that she is making, you know, choices that are not legally sound. I'm not saying that. However, if there were anything nefarious going on and she were involved in it, she now has a personal vested interest in it. Yeah. In the sense that the conservatorship now benefits her directly the same way that we felt that Jamie had a vested interest in that conservatorship because she was a cash cow for him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that is very interesting. So now you've got this woman to me. It's so I guess the takeaway or one of the sort of top uh, tier takeaways from this story in this wrinkle, the conservator now filing for divorce is that she's trying to, you know, put her own financial ducks in a row so that she's getting the benefit of all this work that she's doing on Britney's behalf, behalf, and uh, her ex is not okay. That's totally plausible. Probably, you know, you could have some financial expert come in and say why you know she needs to do all these things. <clears throat> but I, f- but wait, that's a big butt coming. Bradley. There's a big butt that I was thinking about. Hmm. Okay. This woman who runs this conservatorship, she's now like, she's been out there. She's been working with Jamie Spears for, you know, the last six months or more uh, on this case. Long days. Hand in glove. Long nights, probably. Yes. Yes. They have to pour over the numbers, Mm. really Mm. take a hard look Mm -hmm. at what's going on. Do you want to... I'm sorry. I know it's getting late. Do you want to just crash on my spare bed? Oh, you know what? That actually would be great. I, mean, I, I am really tired. I know we've been really some long nights I'm trying really to figure tired. out all these... Sign all these papers and things. Okay, I'll just 
go over here and go to bed. Oh. Brown chicken brown. Why aren't you wearing any pants, Jamie Spears? <gasps> hey. So, oh. do we think it's entirely possible that perhaps Jody <clears throat> is having a little something something with Jamie Spears? Okay, I think that is a very interesting insight. Did you come up with that all on your own? I don't know. I think I did. I mean, That's amazing. I just I'm like, look, we, you know, we postulated earlier this week that essentially Jamie Spears allegedly killed Britney Spears' doctor. I mean, we so allegedly speculated go, that very alleged thing that we allegedly Thought we could allege. If we're alleging that, why don't we allege that you know her divorce comes at a time that's not that's both financially uh, and you know just otherwise uh, intimately intimately uh, beneficial. beneficial to her, mm-hmm. right? It, it's not what I'm saying is it's not beyond the realm of possibility no. that the number one and number two person now in control of this very very lucrative financial arrangement might be doing it on the side, and um, she's trying to kick out her ex, her husband, so that she doesn't have to share any of the money. I, this... Allegedly. I cannot wait for the lifetime mean, to get their hands on this. this is not what's happening, somebody should at least write the script. Lifetime. That's what I'm saying. Get on it. it. Lifetime. You can just see Jody's like, hi, I'm Jody. Mm-hmm. They're, they look to be similar aged This people. is a... Okay, wait, no. Nope, I said lifetime. I don't want lifetime. This is Ryan Murphy. Ryan, are you listening? Ryan Murphy, we need you to get your hands on this story. And we'll just call it what? I don't know. Pop Toxic. star. Ooh. Oh, pop star. Oh, yeah. Like an American horror story. Yes. Um, I also just wanted to let you know that lest you think this woman is sort of just like, I'll just do whatever. I'm here to just, I've been doing these things. This woman is on it. She's in it to win it. Um, this Jody Montgomery, who's now the conservator for Britney Spears, who is not only divorcing her husband at the very time when she's taking over this very lucrative financial arrangement. Um, but she's also extending her control of Britney Spears on her very first day of the job. And that is very simply to register um, uh, the, conservatorship. the conservatorship in those states we talked about previously, which include but are not limited to Alabama, Arizona, the D.C. area, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, Mississippi, Tennessee, and Virginia. So she's basically picking up where Jamie left off. Yes. There, therefore, nothing has changed. Cementing her control over the conservatorship. And again, I just think this smells to high Oh, heaven. it stinks. Also, has anybody talked to her big brother lately? You know, she's got an older brother. Brittany does. Oh, I thought you were going to make some oh, dumb joke no. about Jody. Okay. No, 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 no. I just, I, I was What's her big brother's name? His name is, I think, Brian or Ryan. Whatever happened Brian. to him? Do we even Brian. know he's alive? He is. Yeah, he's alive. He's alive. Uh-huh. I mean. I was scrolling through uh, one of these articles and I saw a picture of the family and I realized I completely forgot altogether that she's got an older brother. And I would be curious. I mean, nobody's, I want to know what he thinks, you know, because he's not in the public eye. He is a film and TV producer. I guess. That's what Wikipedia says anyway. Cool. He doesn't look like he's doing a lot. I mean, you know, but I wonder, you know, how involved he might be in this, what side he's on. Somebody get to Brian Spears and tell us what he thinks. His last project was Jamie Lynn Spears, When the Lights Go Out. 
and he played himself. So, oh, okay. I don't know that right, he's actually then. really doing anything. He's just kind of showing up for his family. But that's a good question. We need to find out what Brian's doing. Yeah. I mean, the other person that we don't talk a lot about uh, insofar as Britney Spears is concerned is Jamie Lynn Spears. Her sister. Yeah. Who's like kind of experiencing a little comeback. Yeah. Uh, right now. But you would think that because she's experiencing a comeback, like I would, if I were going to spend more time on this than we already do, um, I would want to know like who's manufacturing, like who is she working with? Who is she working for? Who's helping manufacture her career? Are any of those, um, you know, relationships connected in some way to Brittany mm. and or Jamie? Gosh, we got so much work to do uh, and not enough time to do it. First of all, I want to remind everybody tomorrow morning at seven o'clock sharp on Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one oh seven one. We are going to learn our fate for Project Down and Dirty. That's our big reality show on the radio. We know the dates, October 22nd through the 25th. But what we don't know is what the activity is going to be. We're going to speculate a little bit later on the show. But just know we will learn for sure tomorrow morning. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood while I give her parenting tips. I know, good for the future. Get intense. Boy, you want to know how to throw down the hammer. Mm -hmm. You call Colleen Lindstrom. She will tell you. Okay, let's talk about some big money that was just made today by none other than Kim Kardashian. I'm skeptical about this, but go. Two million dollars. In the first few minutes of her skims site going live. Almost every single product sold out. So they're saying that these sales figures are unprecedented for the shapewear and, and, and underwear industry. Skims direct competitor Spanx, for example, made $4 million within its first year of business. Oh, okay. Sarah Blakely just wants to like, yeah, I mean, put Sarah a high Bla- heel into yeah. her. And Sarah Blakely is wildly successful. Yeah, and she's is fine. crushing it. And- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Fine. Um, but they did this um, debut campaign and Kim Kardashian enlisted her four famous sisters to model the designs alongside Alice Marie Johnson, who Kardashian helped get out of prison. 
and then 25 other real women, quote unquote, real women, who will speak to how Skims empowers them to be their best versions oh, of themselves. Oh my gosh, I just vomited. Yeah, shapewear. You guys, it's on. It, they're undergarments. Yeah. They do not inspire you to be your best version of yourself. That comes from more than just shapewear. Yeah, I will say too. Um, there's some stuff, or there's. I, I don't see anything that. Uh, there's one thing I've seen that's sold out, but most of this is available. I, this is what I'm saying. I think that this was planted planted well it came from tmz the story we heard was from tmz which you have to be suspect anytime there's a kardashian story in tmz because we know that harvey and chris Chris is in his pocket for sure for sure 100 percent. yeah but it's still really interesting i mean yeah the thing is regardless if if everything's sold out or whatever these people print money yeah i mean they came out with an she came out with an app that was nothing and it was people were just willing to pay yeah. a subscription fee mm-hmm. just to play with the app. I mean, ridiculous. it's very strange. The Kylie Jenner lip kits get stolen off of people's front porches because they're so in demand. I mean, they're printing Allegedly. money. I am wearing Chloe's Good American Jeans. And they're Elizabeth, so I thought you, I knew you. They're you buy really those good. They're really good. Ever Eve has them. Are you wearing them right now? Yeah, here, I'll stand I up. I need you to stand up because I, I got to look at them. Poor oh, listeners don't get come over here. Can seat. I touch? Yeah. Oh, wow. Those kind of are nice. They're amazing. Is it just that they're nice and stretchy? They've got like, like a really comfy. good stretch um, combined with a nice amount of structure and they're really nice and high-waisted and they do major size inclusivity and they don't separate into like plus size petite. It's just sizes. Yeah. You're just in a size. You're not like defined by this weird section. I mean, yeah. Like I have to go to the big boy section. I don't know. I think they call it Husky. Husky. Yeah. That's what they used to call (laughs) in the eighties. Can't call it that anymore. They are really good jeans. Good American. Okay. Well, whatever. I'm just going to pretend you didn't say that. They're good jeans. And Chloe's not the only person. They have another person. I don't deny that any of their products are probably fine. It's just that what they've done is because by all accounts with the Kylie, you know, makeup and stuff that was, you know, that makeup already existed. They're just adding their own yeah. style and sensibility to it. That's true. And that's what people are paying for. They're not paying for the quality merchandise that's of fair. the product. So I'm sure that, you know, those jeans are comfy and awesome, but I don't know that, you know, Chloe really was crucial no. in the design She's phase. She's the name. She's right? the yeah. name. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's like Gloria ba- Vanderbilt jeans. Yeah. Yes. I'm just saying. These are good jeans. If they're high-waisted, I'm interested. Okay. Felicity Huffman, William H. Macy, and Eva Longoria's letters have been sent um, on behalf of Felicity Huffman before she is going, all their letters on behalf of Felicity, all sent into the judge. Mark Cherry wrote a letter. They're all writing letters to try to um, encourage the judge to show leniency when the judge sentences her for her college admissions scandal situation. So she officially entered her guilty plea on May 13th. And um, now she will be sentenced. I think it's on the 21st. It's coming up here pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. And they're all saying essentially that she is a good person and that she's a kind person and she's a caring person. And then the other common thread in these stories is that she has been insecure and has battled insecurities and that her insecurity as a mother was what led her to make a bad decision. And she did the wrong thing. And she says she always felt like she she just wasn't a good enough mom and mm-hmm. she wanted to do this to be a good enough mom. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hear that. Yeah. And, and I think that's, I fair. think that, um, but I welcome to being a person. <laughs> 
I'm being honest. Like, welcome to being a human being. Mm-hmm. You are, uh, most people are kind people. Many people suffer from insecurity. Yeah. A lot of times in their parenting, it is one of the most vulnerable places. And there's a lot of surrender that has to happen to your own expectations, to the expectations of others. What I'm saying is those are very kind letters. And and I'm not saying that they're not very genuine letters. Yeah. They're not necessarily putting her, setting her apart from anybody else. And that doesn't make it okay that she did what she did. That's true. And I think she's saying that. I mean, she agrees that it just didn't make it okay. And, you know, I mean, we all do bad things for reasons that aren't good reasons. I mean, right? the ultimate measure of a person, right, is how they respond and to I think she's making responded a mistake. Well. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there are choices and there are some people who've made really dumb choices mm-hmm. in how they're going to respond to their mistakes. Laura and she seem- Oral offer. And yeah. she seems to at least be making the better choice. That's or the true. one that I would hope I had made if I had been a bad person. Yeah, she made a bad uh, choice. Prosecutors yeah. are recommending a one month sentence, so we'll see what happens there. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks, guys. We need somebody to play our 30 second pop culture challenge. 651 641 1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who is on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Kelly on the line. And what is Kelly playing for? Kelly is playing for a big fat one of these. A My Talk 1071 t shirt. Yay, Ooh. Kelly, are you ready to play the 30-second pop culture challenge? I think so. Fabulous. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Name one of the movies that starred Chris Farley and David Spade. Tommy Boy. Sisters Paris and Nikki have what last name? Hilton. Who plays the character Bridget Jones on the big screen? Renee Zellweger. What is Rihanna's real first name? Um, Rob, is it Robin? Who was the lead singer of the 90s band Soundgarden? Chris Cornell. Yeah! Congratulations, Kelly! second pop culture challenge and uh that we're just very proud of you i'm very very proud of kelly and her skills today because there's been some we've had a couple rough, buzzards we've had a couple rough goes no at offense the to anyone in particular you know who you are not but saying i still love you just say uh we will give anybody a chance to play the 30 second pop culture challenge because we do it every day at 12 30 so we will do it again tomorrow and friday uh and now that we've done that we can move on to solve some mysteries and we do that in the form of blind items that holly's brought for us in this segment that we call blinded by the item blinded by the item telly savalas if only who loves you baby I Were do. you guessing? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just <laughs> pretending to throw out a guess. Okay. Good job. Yeah. That was a weird guess, but okay. I mean, no. Yeah. Stranger things have happened on this show, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Here's our first celebrity gossip mystery that has absolutely nothing to do with the late, great Telly Savalas. This tech giant just went all in with their new streaming product. Their pricing signals that they are willing to lose billions in order to bury the competition. The streaming giant will burn through about $3 billion of cash this year alone and still needs big price hikes and subscriber increases just to break even. That is Apple. Apple. $4.99, and Who else? Uh, oh, wait, what was the other thing? The competition. Oh, Disney oh, Plus? Oh, Disney Plus. 
Oh, Netflix? Netflix? Amazon Prime Hulu? Yes. So CBS specific- All Access? <laughs> Quibi? Quibi. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Yeah. So let me fill in the blank. So Apple just went all in with their new streaming product. Their price, Apple Plus, of four ninety nine a month, uh, shows that Apple is willing to lose billions in order to bury the competition, specifically Netflix. So Netflix will burn through about $3 billion of cash this year alone in 2019. And Netflix still needs big price hikes and subscriber increases just to break even. So Apple is just going, <laughs> okay, bye. Can, can we just point out the obvious though it's, it's so, so obvious. obvious what that you can't ju- just because you like look i buy apple products all the time oh so i love apple but for the love of god just because you have all the money in the world and you have the ability to do these things doesn't mean that it's worth your time or effort and just because it's 4.99 i don't know that that really attracts anyone like because ultimately, if it was twelve ninety nine, but you were selling me on the idea that there were amazing things that you were going to offer me, I kind of feel like the fact that it's four ninety nine makes me think what you're going to offer me it's is cool. kind of crap, um, even if it's not. What what I'm what I'm going to get with that? You're getting all sorts of things that you don't know anything about, okay? Such as TV shows with a guy from uh, that Dothraki guy from Game of Thrones. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, with a bunch of people who can't see, and then they have kids, and these two kids can see, and then they're like, "You got to protect the ones who can see because the aliens are coming." It's a show that I I'm just like, oh, okay, well, oh, four ninety nine. Right. I'm glad you weren't giving the keynote speech yesterday, Bradley. No kidding. <laughs> I mean, I basically just did. Also, three cameras on your new phone. Uh, that I'm kind of excited about. Are you not? <sighs> Literally, here's the problem I have with that. Do you want to be? Do you want to know the truth? That's why I asked. Because that's all that's new. Yeah, but see, the, yeah. And for those of us who have, like, I've got mm-hmm. the ten or whatever it is, the, the latest X one, or the XR, yeah, or the whatever, WP, XPDQ in Cincinnati. I don't know that I really need three cameras versus what I have right now. So yeah, that's cool, and maybe I'll get it. I don't know, but I kind of feel like they're going to charge me an arm and a leg for it, and I'm not sure that I really need to jump ship yet. Last time I upgraded, I upgraded to like whatever the top one was, and. I literally cannot tell the difference. Yeah. I don't because know that's what's kind of different where, about to it. To be fair, that's where we are with Apple right yeah. now. And that's why I think this TV thing is a little sketchy because, you know, you're not the industry leader anymore. You're literally playing catch up. You are literally the last person to announce their digital platform. Mm-hmm. And you're you're really the only selling point you have is four ninety nine. Not that I have a pee, a pee onions. Let's move on. Sorry. It's okay. No, never apologize for having opinions, Bradley. Not that's, on this show. That's the whole reason why we're here. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's our policy. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to another blind item. Here we go. The A-list everything in her mind celebrity actor singer is making another push at trying to force the hand of this massive organization to make her the centerpiece of their biggest event. A few months ago, she tried and didn't get the response she wanted, so is trying again. Considering the location of the event, she should offer up a partnership with her ex and the other offspring singer who had his biggest hit about the same time mm-hmm. as the ex had his biggest hit. Mm-hmm. That is the only way it is going to happen. You need hits people know, and our A-lister hasn't had any in two decades. Okay, so, so first of all, that's J-Lo, J-Lo and it's the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. And, and it's Mark Anthony? 
Mm-hmm. And one more person. Oh, what else do we need? A offspring singer who had his biggest hit at the same time as Mark Anthony. Oh. Um, oh, it's the the guy. Love you, baby. That guy? Yeah. Um, his dad, to all the girls oh, I'd love Enrique before. Iglesias? Yeah. Aha! Yes, let me fill in the blanks. So Jennifer Lopez is making another push at trying to headline the Super Bowl. A few months ago, J-Lo tried it, didn't get the response she wanted, so now she's trying again. Now, considering the location of the event, which is in Miami, Jennifer Lopez should partner with her ex, Mark Anthony, and Enrique Iglesias. That's the only way Jennifer Lopez is going to headline the Super Bowl. You need hits. J-Lo arguably has has had a a hit. She's had mild hits. I mean, here's the other thing. Don't be fooled by the rocks that she got. Let her do it. I'm with you, Bradley. I don't care. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's not like... Justin Timberlake, was he at the height of his career when he did it? Madonna, was she? No. But I had a gay old time. So Did you? With Madonna, yeah. I'm saying, I think we can enjoy ourselves without... It's it is what the Super Bowl halftime show is has been that is like a solely the creating the creation of the viewers and the media. It does not have to be a big deal. We do not have to have, you know, a weird snowflake dance a la Super Bowl whatever here in the Twin Cities. Okay, but you it does not have to be the end all be all show. It can just be like a good thing. It can be average. Martha it's Stewart fine. could just do it. Give me mad. Just let Martha Stewart do it. No, I I just like the idea of like you've got a big headliner like a J Lo, and then you bring somebody in new, not Enrique Iglesias, maybe a Camila Cabello. Yeah, and Shawn Mendes. I mean, because remember Madonna brought hop. in. It'll be great. She brought in Nicki Minaj and Jesse J, mm-hmm. and it was delightful. Yeah. Well, I'm like, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Whatever. Let her do it. That's what we say. Moving on. Here's a confirmed blind item for you, Colleen and Bradley. Listen to the following and try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. In addition to yachting while out of the country, this former MTV star is trying to sell a movie that right now is only in her head. Considering her last business ventures and her constant avoidance of process servers related to those collapsed businesses, it is probably... Not the best idea to just hand her money. She will Corey Feldman it. Oh, that is Farah Abraham. Farah Abraham. Yes, I'll fill in the blank for you. So in addition to yachting while out of the country, Farah Abraham is trying to sell a movie that right now is only in her head. Now, considering Farah's last business ventures and her constant avoidance of process servers related to those collapsed businesses, I'm looking at you, Frozen Yogurt Place. Yeah. It is possibly not the best idea just to hand Farah Abraham money. She is going to steal it all a Corey Feldman. That girl. Uh, I somebody, am so... Somebody take care of her. What does that mean? No, I just meant somebody like, no, not like take care of her. <laughs> no. oh, God, I thought you were okay. no, I wow. meant, like, somebody, asking for an like, extra ju- judicial killing on no, her show. No, no, no. Um, what I was going to say, Oils, I'm really excited to share a story with you about her. We're not doing it today because we don't have time, but just wait tomorrow. I mean, this is like a, this is like a, a pre-tease. Oh, 
It, We're getting real teasy. She's talking about her like ideal man. Mm. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, I've got some streaming news to share with you. Uh, we got to f- find out first of all what Quibi is, and then also talk about what Disney Plus was offering up and then took away from us before we ever knew it. After this, on my talk one oh seven one. We've got some streaming news on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey. Um, I have a new show obsession and I have not, awesome. I don't, I haven't seen anything about it. I don't even have the streaming service. Oh, so you're obsessed be without even knowing you haven't seen it, I, but you're obsessed know. with it. I just know about it now. Okay. Okay. And I think you will be too. All right. It is going to be called, it is a, rea- it's like a, a home makeover show, not a reality show, but it is. It's a home makeover Sign show called I love those. Murder House Flip. Wait a minute. Oh, what? Uh, murder? What? Yeah, it's exactly what you think it is. So they it murder is, someone and then they flip no, the house? No, they don't murder somebody, but they take homes where murders have taken place. Oh my God. Typically like notorious murders. Oh my God. And they flip the house and sell it. Oh my God. Not Ooh. like, okay, like you guys wait, hold on a second. Or like... Last week, Bobby Joe Francis no, mowed no, no, down. No, 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 okay. no, 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 Okay. Like Lizzie Borden? Yeah, like something like that. Oh, okay. So uh, it'll feature, and the show is not just the flippers. So it's not just the part where they're flipping the house to sell it. It will also feature forensic specialists, renovation experts, and spiritual healers Ooh. who will talk about so the good dawn. and bad history of exactly of all the houses. So they're going to take homes where, you know, I, I don't want to say like, like very notorious, like maybe they'll be like a Lizzie Borden style house, yeah. something that people, a lot of people know. But you know, there are murders that take place in homes in all states that maybe don't make national news, but would captivate local news. Sure, at any given time. Yeah. Um, actually, you know what? You and I read a story, like a book, about a murder that took place in a house in Saint Paul. Yeah. And families live in that house. Yep. Uh, so what they do is they take a home like that and then they flip that house and try to resell it. But they tell the story of the murder and they tell the story of like any kind of good and bad, anything that was going on in that house in the meantime. So my, my only question is, is this like, right, you know, not like right after the murder, but like presumably the first house since the murder, the first new owner since the murder, or it's just this house came up for sale. And while we're getting it ready to sell, um, we're going to tell you about its crazy history. Okay, this is. I'm just curious, like, if, for example, there's going to be a segment like right. we're tearing up, up the, all the carpet yeah. because there are blood stains. I think it's not going to be like that. But here's, let me just read you what the press release says so that you can help interpret it as I have to as well, because they don't actually make that explicitly known. Uh, the, the show will feature homes, quote, known for the mysterious murders and incredible intrigue committed behind their walls. Homeowners turn to the colorful cast of forensic specialists, spiritual healers, and high-end renovation experts to uncover the true crimes, hmm. shocking secrets, and scandalous history of their homes. Interesting. Then, cleansing renovations remove the stains of the past and take these new homes from morbid to marvelous. <laughs> from morbid to marvelous. I love this. This I is know. like This is like peak 2019 because it gives you the true crime aspect and then the home flipper yes, thing. Because everybody is obsessed with those two things. So if this is worthwhile, well, here's the only problem. It's on Quibi. Yeah. What's so a Quibi? What's a Quibi? Thank you for asking. So this is what, if I'm going to try also, to get my arms around. Can you spell Quibi? Q-U-I-B-I. Okay. Quibi. Quibi. 
Um, okay, so apparently this is going to be a mobile only streaming network. This is it does not sound like this is something you're gonna be able to get on your television. This is something you're gonna get on your phone or on your tablet. But it already has a ton of people, this streaming network, Quibi, has a ton of like powerhouses. The, Liam Hemsworth has a project there. Guillermo del, del Toro. Okay, sorry. Guillermo del Toro. Steven Spielberg, Don Cheadle, Tyra Banks, Idris Elba, Chrissy Teigen, all of those names have signed on for huge projects with Quibi. And Quibi is going to cost $5 monthly. Interesting. Uh, so one of the other kind of things that sets it apart is that it will also include premium scripted and unscripted content, which will be chunked into 10 minute episodes. So you can just watch 10 minutes at a time. Interesting. I know. Okay, what's the name of the show again? Uh, it's called um, Murder House Flip. Murder House Flip. Murder House Flip. Murder House Flip. When, uh, do we know when this will be a volleyball? I don't. Because this Quibi business doesn't look like it goes online until like April. So I'm guessing that it'll Probably be one launched, of the premier yeah, yeah premier shows okay, on that. So we'll wait a little bit. But um, if they do this well, and who knows, by, by April of 2020, we might all um, be watching TV on our phones permanently. I mean, people already are, right? Because we've, you know, there was like a horrible apocalypse and all we have is our phone. Mm-hmm. Or what I want is it just to be piped right into my brain. Oh yeah, no, that seems that totally I can watch it while I'm sleeping. Like a good idea. Soon enough. Yeah, don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Uh, now you I want to give you plant a chip in my brain. Some good news, bad news, good news. Are you ready? Good news. Good news. Bad news. Bad news. Good news. Okay. I'm going to give you something, then I'm going to take it away, and oh. then I'm going to give you something else. That's so fun. Yeah, I know, right? Sound like fun, well, that's what Disney I'm... Plus has done for us. Okay. Disney Plus. What's the good news? The good news is there was a Muppet series in the works that was being helmed by Josh Gad. Uh, Adam Horowitz and Edward, how do you say his last name? Kitsis? Yeah. Kitsis? Sure. Kitsis. Um, And it was going to be like a fresh new look at the Muppets, breathing new life into the Jim Henson creation. And I say that in past tense because before it even ever got off the ground, Disney Plus pulled the plug on it. So there's your good news and then there's your bad news. But well, you said there was going to be good news. The good news is... They decided to go in a different direction. So there still is going to be a Muppet show on uh, on the Disney Plus Network. This was announced at the D23 conference, but it's not going to be this Muppet show. Uh, they are working on another unscripted Muppet series. Did okay. you hear that? Okay. Did you I hear was, what I just yes, said? I did, and I'm reacting to it. I don't, a short but, form unscripted Muppet series called Muppets Now. But the no. Muppets aren't real, so they're always on a script. Well, technically, no, because I don't know, Holly, if if um, you're as familiar with the world of performance mm-hmm. like we are. Oh, wait, you were there, so you are. Um, improv yeah. is like a non-scripted experience, so this could just be like the groundlings for Muppets. It does that not sound kind of dumb? I want to go back to the original idea. It's a lot of questions. Well, do you though? I mean, how about you just bring to Disney Plus all the original episodes of the the actual Muppets? That's actually what I want. And here's here's what I want really quickly. I want all those shows instead of bringing back all these new shows. Take those old shows and bring them back, which a lot of people have done. Designing Women, Golden Girls. But could somebody remaster them? Yeah, please, and make them not look so grainy and old. 
Also, if you could do that to my face when I look in the mirror, that would be great. We don't have time for that. You're rude. Too much work. When we come back, uh, I got a question for you. What have you learned from your kids since the start of school? Um, Because I learned about something I ain't never heard of, and I just dropped it on Holly and Bradley this morning. And Holly has taken a deep dive into the Visco girl. 651-641-1071. What have you learned from Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.